let's uh, Hebrews 11 and 6 says but without faith we know this it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Father, for the next few minutes, we ask you to breathe on us. Holy Spirit, have your way. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts that understand uh, that your word would change us and would impact us and that it would make uh, uh, an impact that remains and that lasts, God. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to be better after eating at your table today. For man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Release a proceeding word today, God. Oh, God, that helps us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for your ministry, Howard, and our awesome musicians, and to our, our wonderful praise team, and, and our, our worship leader, co-pastor, Demetri. It's just this just amazing job that you all do. We are so grateful. What are y'all doing to my grandbaby? Oh, okay, just checking. Sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> uh, so, so grateful for all. Uh, that you do. We believe in God for utterance this morning. If you believe the Holy Spirit is going to release something, say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Would well, it help me right quick? Holy Spirit activate. <laughs> activate. Holy Spirit activate. 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 Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We believe God's going to speak. Amen. We're ready now. Listen, so we, we, we are coming uh, to the close of our series, uh, Vintage Faith, just this Sunday and next. And I sense in my spirit uh, that already some of us are allowing this message to get stale in our hearts. Um, I think that so often, you know, we, we teach and preach and church can become a form or a fashion um, and, and not something that we are intentional about. Um, and so then word is taught and things are preached and it's exciting for us on that Sunday. But we have a hard time maintaining um, the flow of what God is trying to say and do with us and through us um, from, from week to week. Amen. And if we are not intentional um, about being like the Berean saints, the Berean saints went home and studied the scriptures for themselves after they were taught. Um, and then if we are not intentional in our faith building, um, then we, we only hear the message once. Yeah. Amen. I think I, I've been teaching and telling you all for a long time um, that you need to, to take advantage. Uh, first of all, you need to take notes. Yeah. Amen. I mean, we even gave you, they gave you devices now. You can do it on your phone. And I know you're not texting. I believe God. I got faith <laughs> that you're not texting. You're taking notes on your iNotes because you got an iPhone or your 
Google Notes if you got an Android. I don't know what it's called. I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know. What's it called? Evernote? Evernote? Okay. I use Evernote, y'all. Just chill. So, so you're taking notes somewhere. And then you have a podcast and you have YouTube and you have Facebook where you can go back and rewatch and rewatch because you're never going to get it all sitting here. I promise you, I've listened to sermons for, you know, from teachings that I, that I listen to, and each time I listen, I hear something else. It's the same with the Word of God. Each time I read it, I, I find this. I, I, you ever read the scripture that you you memorized it, but then you go back and read it again, and you'd be like, wait, I never even saw that. God, because God will speak to you through the Word. And so we want to try to, as we close this series, we want to make sure that it has a lasting impact. And so I, I want to challenge you and, and stretch and help us to grow our faith together because I'm concerned that, that at times uh, we're not as faith conscious as we should be as believers. And, 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 and we have to be careful not to allow ourselves to, to fall into the rut of just living life day to day without a kingdom focus which requires a mindset of faith. I'm going somewhere, I promise. Uh, because, because the truth be told, some of us are just living. We're not living by faith or anything else. Some of us have, have we talked about in our dominate moment when we had a couple of Sundays there, some of us have allowed life to, to, to push us and choke us and squeeze us into a place of just going through the motion. You know, you, you say things like, I wonder what is going to happen to me today. And, oh, Lord, I got to deal with another day of life. And we have this, this super negative outlook on life. But, but the, word, the word of God tells us um, that, that that is not life for the believer. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. As a matter of fact, Habakkuk 2 and 4 says, Behold the proud, his soul is not, is not upright in him, but the just shall not just go through the motions of life, but they shall live by what? Faith. Romans 1 and 17 says, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by what? Amen. Uh, Galatians 3 and 11 says, but that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident for the just shall live by, amen. Hebrews 10 and 38 even says, now the just shall live by, but if anyone draws back, the word says, my soul has no pleasure in him. The word makes it more than clear that the just live by faith. That word just is dikaios, dikaios, D-I-K-I-A-O-S, righteous and upright people, virtuous people. Uh, faultless and guiltless people, people who keep the command. I know you say, how can we be faultless and guiltless? Well, that's the gospel. Amen. Uh, he paid the price for us so that righteousness is imputed to us. And so there is a positional righteousness that we stand in that makes us faultless and guiltless. Now, you have a responsibility to then walk out that righteousness in your day-to-day -day life, but you have a position of justified. Amen. Uh, the righteousness uh, that we are endeavoring to live out, uh, this word just, it also means to be 
just is to be righteous. So then if you are the righteousness of God, then you are supposed to live how? By faith. Come on, come on, class. If you are the righteous, you know the internet is watching y'all. People, they're going to think that you're not intelligent because <laughs> the righteous live by what? Faith. Okay, thank you. I want everybody to know how smart y'all are. This word faith, faith is, of course, uh, the word business. Uh, conviction, belief, confidence, trust. We said that the dictionary word or definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in something or someone. Uh, we said that word pistis is conviction of the truth of a thing. Um, belief with the predominant idea of trust, whether in God or in Christ, springing from faith. We said ultimately at the base of it all and its most simplest understanding that faith is being what? Fully persuaded. The just shall live a life that is fully persuaded. We looked at Abraham, right? In Romans 4, remember we looked at Abraham and it said that Abraham uh, was not weak in his faith um, and he was not wavered in believing God for the promises that God had made to him, but that instead in Romans 4 and 21, it said he was fully persuaded that God, there it is, He's fully persuaded that God is able to do whatever he promises, okay? So faith is being fully persuaded that God is able, okay? See, some of us try to put faith in the promise. Uh, okay. But faith in the promise is misplaced, Faith must be placed in the promiser. Because if the person who made you the promise cannot be trusted, then the promise is faulty. So you must first go to who is making the promise if you're going to really have faith. Some of us, he said he would never leave you, girl. He told you he would always you know, he's putting his Mac down. Mac is not even a word that makes sense. <sighs> when he, what do y'all call it? We was we like we was spitting game. Yes, we. Was, I don't know how the, what the young. What do y'all? What do the young people call it? Uh huh. Y'all don't have a word for it. Y'all don't even have a word for it, huh? They don't even talk good to y'all. They just tell y'all. They don't even talk good to y'all. They don't even lie to you no more. Oh Lord, Jesus, it's a desperate time. Jesus, they don't even make us no problem. Lord, help us. When they got on Instagram pretending to be one thing, you believed it. But you can't believe the promise if you don't believe the promiser. So faith is being fully persuaded or fully convinced of what? Of the reality of God, of the truth of God's word, the wisdom of God that God knows best. That is faith. Uh, the reliability of God, that he is trustworthy, that is faith. The faithfulness of God, that you can count on his promises. Watch this, faith in the instructions of God, that you should obey him. Faith in, uh, is understanding that God does not lie. This is, this is, this is faith. And we said the just shall do what? 
live by it. You live by it. And that word live is zao or Z-A-O. It, it's, it's to live, to breathe, to be among, among the living. But more than that, um, it, it's to have an active, blessed, and endless life in the kingdom of God. It, it's, it's the manner of living. So it's not just, uh, not just to exist. But when we hear the just shall live by faith, we hear how the just lives. Full of vigor. An active and vibrant life. Uh, for the believer, uh, this is the life that we have been called to live. But it can only be lived by faith. And so then the apostle Paul comes and says this also. He says, watch this, in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, he takes a step further. He says, the just doesn't just live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. What is he saying here? This is peripateo. Uh, this means to make one's way, to progress, to watch this, make due use of opportunities. Ooh, for Hebrew is to live, watch, to regulate one's life, to conduct oneself, to pass life. The, 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 the just live by faith. We, we should then walk by faith. Everything in your life should have. Help me, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, it, it's more than clear that for the believer, faith should then intersect every area of your life. Uh, the word to, for today, uh, as, we, as, we're, as we're bringing it in for landing today, it's the necessity of faith. That's the topic for today. Next week, watch this. It's the adversity of faith. You should be here next week because next week is going to help some of you it, because you thought faith meant all things would be rosy. But I'm here to tell you that we know something that as long as you're in the earth, you're going to have adversity and faith has an answer for that. Faith is supposed to intersect every area of your life, not just, not just the big areas. Not just, watch this, uh, not just the big things um, uh, that we desire to obtain from time to time, uh, but for every single thing in our lives should be impacted by faith. Your daily walk, your relationships, your pursuits, your dreams, your goals, your mindset, your psyche, your obedience. Um, the, but, but the truth is, uh, the fact is, and the problem or the tension is, some of us are just living. We're just, like we said, we're just going through the motions. And, and I'm here because I, I want, I don't want to, I'm not here to tell you Three steps to living by. I'm not here for that. That's not today. Today is not three steps on how to live by faith. Uh, I just, today is just a day. I want to use the word of God to impress upon you how necessary it is. Because, see, the fact of the matter is you understand the necessity of food. So I never have to get up here and teach you three steps to how to go get food. Why not? Because when you get hungry enough, you'll figure it out. 
when you desire it enough, you'll figure it out. And I'm not, I'm not, so I love you, I'm not telling you go figure out faith on your own. What I'm saying is, for like seven weeks, we've been teaching you and laying, I mean, and putting in front of you and recording for you and then emailing it to you and then texting it to you and reminding you. And I just want to I just want to help you to remember how necessary this thing is and I hope that you'll get up and go after it. All right, God. We, we got to get our faith alive and active and moving and and breathing and and vibrant. Because we're kingdom citizens. We're, you know, we're in the world, not of the world. We, we live in, in the earth, yes, but we live from heaven. I, don't, I, can't, I can't do that theologically for you, uh, but that's recorded too. Right? But, so you, but you understand, right, that you live, that, that well, let me just say, praise the Lord, we believe God. <laughs> that you're a citizen of the kingdom. And watch this. Now, Dr. Miles Monroe says it this way. He says, the culture of the kingdom of God is love. The atmosphere is hope. But the common currency of our faith, of our, of, of our kingdom, is faith. The, 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 the atmosphere is hope. The, the, the culture is love. But the currency of exchange in the kingdom is faith. So then faith is essential to a kingdom life. Which means that we cannot afford to allow the message of faith to become just another thing we, we do this church talk about. Yeah, Doc. I believe God, Doc. Get your faith up, Doc. Aaron said that in a text, and it caught me off guard. I was like, he has been indoctrinated into the church culture. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we're going out in the hoodie. Doc, I was like, oh, he's all the way saved. No, I'm just playing. It's not, it has nothing to do with your salvation. That's a joke. But, 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 but we got to do more than church talk. Um, we got we have to keep the, 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 how crucial faith is to our life before us. Uh, and, and, and I just want to read a few scriptures before we go because watch this Jesus made this clear and the word of God makes it clear that faith is essential to kingdom life uh, when Jesus and, and Holy Spirit when they talk about faith in the scriptures it shows that faith is an active part of the life of those that live for God encounter Jesus and are impacted by the power of Holy Spirit Faith is present and active in these things. And if you don't love the word of God, then the next like 15 minutes is going to be very hard for you because I'm just going to read some scriptures. And if I were you, I'd just take note of what the scriptures are because I want you to see the word and the essential and the, the requirement and the necessity of faith. Matthew 13 and 58, the word of God says, now he did not do many mighty works because of their 
unbelief. Where faith is absent, oftentimes the mighty power working of God is limited. Not because God has limits, but because you do. Parenthetically give you that again. God has no limits, but you do. So don't get beside yourself. You are not God. You are not the limitless one. So you must have faith in the limitless one in order to live the life that he has for you. Uh, Matthew 9, 29 through 30, it says here, uh, then he touched their eyes saying, this is Jesus, according to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, see that no one knows it. Jesus touches them, and, and, and blindness uh, is removed. The limitation of blindness is removed. And he says to them, it's because of your faith that I could work with you in this area. Okay. Uh, just, just take the, Matthew 15 and 28. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Some of us are not, are not receiving what we desire because we don't trust the one who has what we need. Then some of us are not receiving what we desire because we desire what he did not determine we should have, but that's another conversation. That's not this, that's not this conversation. But the, 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 some of us want some things that we ought not to have. Some of us want some things that we've been told already we can't have. You can't force God by faith. <laughs> you can't manipulate. What did Bill say? You can't finesse God. You can't finesse God with your faith. Now, now, now. I mean, I can show you some Bible where you can keep on playing and God will say, okay, then I, let's see if you really want it. And now you got to deal with it because you got it in a way. Anyway. <sighs> Matthew 17 and 20. See, this is, the, this is the thing about this church. Let me just, because we have visitors and new members. See, this is the city of faith. And we believe God big. But we're not going to let faith become irresponsible. As I, was, I was talking to a pastor friend of mine, and I had t did some teaching on faith in a space where he allowed me. And he said, he said, you know, Pastor, God has got a call on your life to bring the, to reclaim the faith message from the Word of Faith movement. Be because faith has a responsibility to the Word and the will of God. You just can't name it and claim it because you want it. It's got to be in the will of God. For faith thrives where the will of God is revealed. And so when you don't have a revealed will of God, a lot of us have faith failures because we're trying to believe our way into something God never intended us to have. And when you do that and then it doesn't work, now when you approach what God wants you to have, you have a hard time believing him for it. Because now you think there's something wrong with God. There's nothing wrong with God. There was something wrong with you. So now we got to help you come back. 
and trust God again. Because it wasn't God that let you down. It was you that got misguided. Oh, you need the Holy Spirit. Okay. I'm off the point. I hope that helps a lot. <laughs> Matthew 17 and 20. Uh, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. I got a word next week about that mustard seed. Because I'm not quite sure how we made it about size, as opposed to about operation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm, I'm believing God. I mean, we're going to talk about it, but, but, but he said faith is important. Okay, I almost got off track again. Help me, Holy Ghost. Matthew 21, 21 through 22, so Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what, has, what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. It will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. Faith is necessary for adversity. Nobody, Jesus, don't go talk to Mount Rushmore. It's, don't do that. It's not what he meant. He's talking about obstacles and he's talking about big things in your life that you need to get over or around or through. And he's talking about prayer and faith and the necessity of faith in prayer. Because you, you need faith to believe God in the place of prayer. Mark 2 and 5, uh, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. When he saw what? Faith. Mark 6 and 6, and he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in, in a circuit teaching. Because when Jesus sees unbelief, he says teaching must happen. Because faith cometh by. And hearing by the word. Okay. Luke 18 and 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? That's faith for your eschatology. Because faith matters in the end times. I'm sorry. For the end times. Romans 4 and 9. Is it all right if I read the Bible? Is that okay? I know. I, know you, I ain't going to hoop for you. I know this. <laughs> Romans 4 and 9. Does this blessedness then come upon the circumcised only or upon the uncircumcised also? For we say that faith was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. So then, if you're going to be the righteousness of God, then there must be, it's necessary. Romans 4 and 16. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. This is important for you, not only to those who are of the law, being Jewish, but also to those who are of faith, which is us, of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Faith was what gets you in. What do you mean faith is what gets me in? And I'm going to tell you what I mean. Ephesians 2 and 8 tells me, For by grace you have been saved through what? Faith. Faith, necessary for salvation. 
Romans 1 and 5, through whom we have received grace and apostleship. This is key. Watch this one. For we have, he said, we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all Gentiles for his name's sake. Now I'm going to stop for just one second. He says now in Romans 16, 25 through 27, New Living Translation. Watch this. Now all glory to God who is able to make you strong just as my good news says. The message about Jesus Christ has revealed his plan for you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time. Watch this. But now as the prophets foretold and as the eternal God has commanded this message is made known to Gentiles everywhere so that they too might believe and obey him. You want to know why you have a hard time obeying God? Because you don't believe him. Uh, you can talk about how much faith you have till you blew in the face. If you do not have the ability to obey God, I'm questioning your faith because you should be able to trust God that what he said to do is good for you and what he said not to do is good for you. You want to have faith for a car but not faith for purity. You want faith for a husband or a wife, but not faith. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But not enough faith to keep yourself. Everybody, excuse me, we gotta get you. Almost, it almost got real. <laughs> but not faith to keep yourself. I believe God's gonna send me my husband. And then you just keep with everybody. As if that's how God's gonna make it happen for you. I'm going to just keep on. I believe God's going to send me a wife, you know. I told some singles the other night, I said, the problem with y'all is you saved, but you don't want to marry somebody saved. That's why you keep trying to find them on Instagram. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> they don't like you. That's all right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and then, dude, you meet somebody, and we'd be like, are they saved? They go to church. Red flag. <laughs> you know, you know, save folk when they save. <laughs> Let me help you out. <laughs> what is their fruit like? Right. <laughs> they, they go to church. Everybody goes to church. It's online. I mean, who doesn't? Just listen. If you're saved, ask God to give you desire for a saved person. You a church boy, you need a church girl. You a church girl, you need a church boy. It's all right. I want a thug. Get a church thug. He works security or something. <laughs> He's security at the church. I don't know. Get a musician. That's what they, no, I'm just playing. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just a joke. I'm saying, I'm saying. I don't even know how I got over here, but <laughs> obey God. <laughs> you I have nothing against online dating. That's how I met my wife. I have nothing against that. I got a problem when you're out there looking for somebody that'll do something 
that saints don't do. Amen. Talking about, well, we're going to get married anyway. What? He says, probably not. She gave him what, what marriage, <laughs> he's probably going to just string you along for a long time. Or you get married and you sow seeds in your marriage. Got any, anybody single in here? Amen. Somebody says shots fired. That's not it. I'm, I'm trying to help you. You need faith if you're gonna get married. Amen. Watch this, not to find a spouse, but to marry the right kind of person. God, I believe some of y'all are single now because God's protecting you. You've been trying. Amen. Romans 1.17. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Right? We've been here. In Hebrews 10 and 38, the just shall live by faith. And Hebrews 11.6, our text for today, but without faith. Why is faith so necessary? Pastor Demi, why? Why do we keep telling people that you got to develop a faith life with God? Because without faith, the word says, it is impossible. And at the end of the day, for the believer, the pleasing of God should be the primary purpose of every day of your life is I want to live to please God. Well, if I'm going to please him, I got to have, George Michael told y'all a long time ago, you got to have faith, the faith, the faith. Young people, it's like, we don't even know who George Michael is. No, I didn't either, but it's okay. He wasn't a preacher, trust me. But he tapped in. Somehow he figured it out. And somehow you're saved and you haven't yet. This is the necessity of faith for functioning in the kingdom of heaven here on earth. What are you, we going home, what do you believe in God for? I'm not... Yes, yes. If it's a house, praise the Lord. If it's a car, glory to God. If it's a promotion on your job, yes, hallelujah. These are all good things. But I'm wondering if there's anybody believing God to get out of a sin cycle. Does anybody believe God for breakthrough anymore? Some of y'all don't need a car. You need to believe God to get you out of anxiety and depression. To get you out of stuck street. I said to my wife the other day, I get this generation needs to, I was talking to my wife and my daughter, needs a greater desire to, to move forward in life. And to not just accept anything. Just get it's just it's almost like complacency is in style. I guess I just get here and sit here and go no further. You need faith to get out of your mama's house. You need faith to get out of old girl's house. 
leeching and sucking the life out of a woman's house and she got a child and you loafing and what you say <laughs> amen <laughs> never with a man no. <laughs> amen you need faith to go, go to the next place in your career you need faith to be the father to your children that God has called you to be. To be the mother that God has called you to be. To be the husband and the wife that God, you need faith to, to walk out those roles in your life and to be effective so that your family is not robbed of what God intended them to have because you're trying to do it in your own power. And you're frustrating yourself. And everybody around you. Where are the children at? You need faith to obey your parents. So that you don't end up in some of the situations that we were in. Amen. Broken. <laughs> not God redeemed us. Thank you for his grace. I tell, I tell people all the time, and I, I probably would have been a millionaire. But thank God for grace. Because I am where I am now, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I, I got joy, and I'm happy. That doesn't mean that God didn't have a different way. And you have an opportunity now at your age. To live the life God wants you to by faith. Even as a teenager. I want to challenge you. We're going home. Play something. Because if you don't, you know I just keep. I want to challenge you to start devouring the word of God. I said it. I said it. I wish I could get some of you. Help me, Holy Ghost. I wish I could get a few of you to go on a fast from secular music. I'm not saying you're going to hell for secular music. I'm just saying I wish that some of you would give yourself a week or two of detox and intentionally submerge yourself into the word and worship. You can exercise the gospel music. You can drive the gospel. Some of that other stuff you're doing, maybe you wouldn't do it if you put on some gospel. Now if you can fornicate, that's a good word, that's clean. If you can fornicate the gospel, then we need the oil and we need everybody else to leave the room because it's about to get real. But maybe you should put on some good old worship music this week and in, intentionally. I know here's where I would listen to Drake. 
If you need some reason, maybe because some of us, is, some of you are rap music fans, and that's all you really, you're not into R&B. We can help you. We can give you enough solid Christian rap music to replace your secular for two weeks, and it's good. Devour the word of God. And put yourself in a place of intentional focused worship. So that's so that what is asleep and dead on the inside of you, you give God some time to resurrect and to work with it and to, to, to bring it back. Feed your faith so that it can grow. And, 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 and we can walk in love and in obedience and, and we can walk in obtaining the, the favor and the life. Watch this, that God has for us. Not this thing that we have created for ourselves. Everybody standing to your feet. We're going on. There's a necessity of faith for living the God kind of life. And I pray that just like you get hungry enough to chase and obtain food, that you would become hungry enough for Jesus and hungry enough for your relationship and the will of God for your life, that you would pursue faith the way you pursue food, the way you pursue people, the way you pursue pleasing your flesh. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I believe that we we do preach and teach from a place, from a prophetic place here. And we don't have to thus saith the Lord prophesy for it to be prophetic. I just believe that what God releases to teach here, he releases to teach in a place of prophetic preparation for some of us. That some of us are approaching times and seasons in our lives where the vibrancy and the vitality of our faith life is going to be crucial. And you have to be a responsible enough believer, Will, to hear God now as he prepares you for later. And God has been taking us on this journey of faith for the last couple of months and now we come to the necessity and then the adversity of faith because there's things coming in your life where you're going to really need your faith that doesn't mean bad things are coming it doesn't mean doom and gloom is coming for some of you it's decisions that are coming and you're going to need to be able to hear God and believe him enough to say no to some opportunities and to say yes to others and I believe that God is preparing us now for those moments that are coming and so my prayer today Father impress on our hearts the true necessity of a vibrant life of faith in our relationship with you break up the mundane routines that we have allowed ourselves to fall into God 
and allow us to, to, to return to our first love with you, our passion and our desire to just be in your presence and in your word and in worship, God, and help us to be intentional about learning you and, 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 and growing closer to you and trusting you more and believing you more, that we might walk in greater levels of obedience, greater levels of sacrifice, greater depths of love, God. Let every round with you go higher. Let us go from faith to faith and from glory to glory, God. Let us begin to experience that, that, that place of passion with you that changes us every time we come into your presence. Impress on our hearts the necessity of this thing. That we would go back and study the scriptures and that we would spend time and meditating on your word, God, and letting your word change our hearts and our minds, God. That we might see your kingdom come and your will be done on the earth in our sphere of influence. We thank you for that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, if you really believe that God is hearing and answering, put your hands together and give God the glory in this place. Open up your mouth and say, I believe God. Hallelujah. We thank you so much.